money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, wonderful. This is the show where you and I, Dave and Reb, talk about the hard issues around money. We talk about the practical issues around money. We talk about the hard issues around money. We just talk money. We do. So I I hope uh, by way of introduction that hasn't scared you away. If you haven't heard the show before, stay tuned. Don't tune out and check out the other shows, but I'll tell you where you can do it. I was just thinking about our daughter, Serena, and she's like, are you guys going to talk money? Because if you are, I'm I'm gonna go do something else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't yeah. Don't tune out. No, this is the half hour where you can tune in because you want to uh, talk about money and you want to grab your coffee. Or you want you want to listen to us talk about money. Yeah, well, yeah, you can respond to the radio uh, at your table in your socially distanced home right now, and you can we're, talk we're to yourself. We're physically distanced. Oh right, physically. I can't keep track of okay. all the right ways to say it. So it's May 8th. We're actually pre-recording the show mm-hmm. again, but we're trying to keep as current as possible. So it's about 10 days before May 8th and we're recording it. So so things may have changed. Yes, and, things and may have changed. And part of the show we want to do today is is really about change and we're going to we're going to jump into that, but uh, I do want to give you the the coordinates yes. for how to reach out and, and hear the archive shows. Um, th- during this season, uh, you may want to look back and, and listen to some of the shows, get them in your podcasting. Uh, some of us have a, a little more time to be able to organize some of that stuff. So feel free, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, your favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, yeah, we have a YouTube. Google we Play. Have, we're on YouTube now. So, yeah, yeah, so lots of places. Uh, oh, and guess what else we are? Oh. In an hour, in 45 minutes. 45 minutes, every Friday. At 10 a.m. during this. We're on Facebook. We are. We're Facebooking live. So, if you don't have a Facebook account, you can apparently still go and find us mm-hmm. more than enough financial, our Facebook page, and we're, we do it live. Mm-hmm. And you can post live questions and answers about anything you have questions about we'd be happy to speak with you we're on there for about 20 to 30 minutes depending yeah, it's, it's a little q a check-in yep. we, we we thought in this season when things are happening so fast and uh we've our office we've specifically said hey we're gonna we're gonna be a resource we're gonna allow we're gonna collect all the information we're gonna assimilate it we're gonna say this you know this uh information here is the yet to come but the announcement came out and this information here here's where you go so we we've got a, a lot of information that we just want to help you in a sense disseminate and and make find navigate out, na- yeah. navigate what's the best thing so that's a little q a join us on facebook live friday mornings 10 o'clock yeah all over the world well there you go i know that's kind of crazy eh? mm-hmm. anyway so we've had yes we've had like over 300 views the last mm-hmm. few weeks so so that's kind of cool yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot for us. I think who, I, I always think who wants to listen to us just talk about money? Our daughter certainly doesn't. So anyway, saying that, but we are, we are here. We are here because it seems God has led us to this place 
uh, over the last few you, years, you and know, we are here positioned in this season to encourage you today. I was going to say, um, I, I mean, part of part of that encouragement for you is just to know that actually God, we feel like God's been preparing us for, we didn't know it was a pandemic, but the message of more than enough is to bring mm-hmm. hope and freedom. And even in the midst of, of this, mm-hmm. this pandemic, maybe you're not feeling so much hope today. Maybe you're feeling less mm-hmm. freedom today. And Reb and I are really here to, to, to say, we're with you. What can we do? How can we help? Um, and and give you some practical tools and tips, as well as just to sometimes stand beside you and pray with you. And and sometimes that's all there is to do. And, and that's and, enough. Yeah, and that is enough. And I I guess the sense that I had for this May eighth show is mm-hmm. that some of you out there are tired. Uh, I for one, uh, David and I are using that word contending. We feel mm-hmm. like we're contending for some things uh, for ourselves for other folks, um, just uh, with the Lord contending, uh, encouraging people mm-hmm. in your in faith and steadfast trust in God, like in a season when there's so much being thrown at us, so much information, um, you know, we're standing here in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, whether you know it or not, we're standing here as a voice. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I keep going back to a verse that I feel God's put on my heart for myself personally, and that is to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his glorious light. Mm -hmm. There is always hope in Jesus Christ. And it's because of Jesus. It's because of his suffering and his death and his resurrection that we can stand before the father, the creator of heaven and earth and ask him for help in time of trouble. And I sense that this morning he wants to remind you of what Jesus said in Matthew 11 Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I mean, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Uh, I just sense that we, it's really hard when we're anxious and not at peace and fearful, when maybe there's someone sick in your home. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're worried that someone that you love has COVID. Um, you know, we're hearing all or, or kinds maybe, of... Or maybe, you know, again, maybe there's somebody who, who is one of the first line responders who's out yes. there, doesn't have COVID, but concerned about, well, I, uh, what's right. the possibility be, of, right. uh, of them ending there? And, you know, this is one of the, the, the things that um, the Lord has been certainly saying to us over and over and again is, is, is that he is on his throne and, mm-hmm. and that in, in so much, uh, in the midst of this storm, and I'm, I'm going to call it a storm. God is still, still at work. He's still on his throne. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, you know, we talk about, uh, how that we've been impacted before the Lord, that the gospel message, that reading through the gospels mm-hmm. and seeing the scenes of how many times, uh, Jesus and the disciples experience storms in, in that kind of three or whatever, you know, we're reading into Acts, so I don't know how many years that is, but those first years of the early church to say there were a lot of storms, there were a lot of, uh, and and that was training ground for them in some ways, but it was also just showing them that, yeah, we, uh, God knows. Jesus walked through those storms with the disciples. He taught them about the kingdom of heaven. And and for me, the gospel has taken on new life because now I can, okay, wow, like 
there there were things going on in uh, when Jesus was walking on the earth that before were stories, and now I relate better to them for myself, right? Because so, of what we're walking through. Yeah, of course, through. what we're yeah. walking through. I, and there is another verse, Psalm 121. Um, I know um, our friend Brian wrote a song mm-hmm. eons ago. I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from you, maker of heaven and earth. Mm. You know, we need to keep looking up, and we want to encourage you today Come to Jesus. Come to the Father. Mm. Um, the Holy Spirit is our comforter, and he reminds us of what Jesus said. He encourages us to look up. Mm. Keep looking up. And if you need, if you're if you're listening, and even over your finances, you're discouraged, mm-hmm. or any of the circumstances that are particular to your situation today, <clears throat> you know, um, he is with us in the storm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he is asking us, to look up and to remember and that there are those of us around you who are willing to stand with you mm-hmm. on this journey. And I guess that's my encouragement today in Jeremiah 17. Dave asked me today, how many verses do you have today? I said, oh, I have a whole whack. And he's like, oh my goodness. But you know, I love Jeremiah 17 because in this, um, if you read from verse five to eight, um, I'll read the last couple of verses. It talks about the one who doesn't trust God and the one who does. Mm. But I just want to focus on those who trust the Lord, just those verses. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which mm-hmm. spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. This is a season for you still to yield fruit. It is not because we're so great. And you know what? Maybe you're new to faith. Maybe you're not particularly mature in Christ and you're, you're growing every day, but your roots are growing deeper. No matter how deep your roots are, um, you're stretching your roots into Christ and him as the source of living water. And he causes us to bear fruit. It's our abiding in him. It's us being planted yeah, yeah. in him. That, that causes us to grow the fruit in this season, the fruit of peace, the fruit of trust, the fruit of love, the fruit, um, even though in anxiety and fear, we still choose the right thing to do. And it's him. It's mm-hmm. in him. He has the strength for us. We can't muster it ourselves. It's his strength. It's his truth. It's his life mm-hmm. flowing through us. And that's why we want to encourage you to come to him, go to him and, uh, sink yourself into him cry out to him cry Mm. if you have to i've shed many tears the last months and it's okay to shed tears dave doesn't shed so many he he processes in a different way than i do but it's okay however you do it just come to him and cry out to him the laments of the psalms are so powerful david lamented before the lord and as he poured out his heart to him He came out the other side trusting, yet I will trust him, yet I will praise him, yet I can rejoice in adversity. And that's what we want to encourage you in today. And, and, you know, this is a bit of a continuation, um, maybe loosely of, of, we did a number of shows at the beginning of the year talking about reference point. And today, if I, I'm just going to pick up on that word and, and go, the reference point we want to encourage you to is, is God himself. Uh, again, I've been spending some time in the, in the gospels and, and, you know, the two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, those still 
are great reference points. I mean, in the midst of what we're going Mm -hmm. through, we're going through it together to be able to go, okay, well, if if I can just do that, if I can just love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, and mind, and strength, what does that mean? And love my neighbor. That, in fact, command hasn't changed from the Lord, that that's his desire hasn't changed, even though our circumstances may have changed, even though we're looking and saying, wow, it's it's more difficult to love my neighbor now because I have to stay physically distanced. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not quite as connected as, as I was when you know I could just knock on the door. But that being said, um, maybe there's an opportunity here for you to, to show love to your neighbor in a different way. Maybe you can, there, there are different needs and, and recognizing that. And for some of us, the, 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 from a financial standpoint, some people have been impacted massively, um, with this financial, um, financially. And some people have actually not been impacted uh, as much. Uh, income hasn't dropped. In fact, they've reduced their expenses because they're not traveling to work or, or, um, and so if you're one of those people on either end of the spectrum, what does it look like to love your neighbor? Well, sometimes you're going to be in need and, and expressing that need and, and bringing that need to the father and Mm -hmm. saying, Lord, uh, we're in a time of need um, and and seeing the love of the Father manifest through that in in whatever way it happens. And, and then there, some of us are on the other end where we're saying we've got more than enough and we actually have extra. Lord, we're asking the question, what do we do with it? And I guess that it's always happens when when you're talking. I've got a million ideas that come flooding my mind, right? For one, you know, that whole reference point idea. It's interesting because. Um, we started the year with all kinds of plans for the radio shows. So we had a plan to do every month a reference point show. We had a plan that Ray would come on every month and we would talk about a parable. Uh, we're going to try and keep that. Next week, um, you will hear a, a parable mm-hmm. that Ray and Dave and I recorded before COVID. So that that's still there. But I'm like, oh, man, you know, our plans just went poof. And that's just a, a little thing. But David and I have to adapt and change. And um, while we want to talk about reference points, that God himself is our reference Mm -hmm. point. He is our compass. He is the one we look to. Um, We had planned to talk about commitment on this Mm -hmm. day. We had actually planned to talk about it in April. Well, that all (laughs) changed. So that plan went out because we still want to encourage people to have reference points Mm -hmm. and not the lies of the enemy, not the world's reference points, but God's. Mm -hmm. And so God himself is a reference point. Um, His word is a reference point because you mentioned that over and over to me, our circumstances change, but he doesn't change. change. He is not. James one says it one seventeen. God does not change. He is not like a shifting shadow. Mm -hmm. He is the father of lights with whom there is no shadow of turning. He doesn't, you know, shadows change. Like shadows throughout the day goes from one place to the next, but God is solid. And that's what we also want to encourage you. Your reference point of God himself and his word is like solid. It's solid ground. Jesus Christ's sacrifice for us is solid ground. Those are great reference points. And in the midst of that, because we were going to talk about commitment now that we've got half a show left. It's commitment. And Dave has this great analogy about the ship. Well, we're, and yeah, the storm. we were talking about yeah. th- there's kind of two extreme uh, responses to, to a storm. And, and so, for those of you that know, I love sailing. I, I, 
I don't know, it's what God's put in me, but I love the sailing. And so I was thinking about, okay, uh, the response to the storm, really, if, if you're on a ship, a sailing ship, you have, you have two real responses. One, you can just tie down the, the, the steering wheel and then head to the bottom of the boat, curl up in a ball, and let the <laughs> wind push and the, the waves and the, and, and the current, just let it push you wherever it's going to go. And, and, you know, that's one response. And some of us, that's how we feel. And, and some and, of us want to do yes, that way. We're tired, we're weary, and let's just bury your hand, head. Um, you know, you're like an ostrich. Let's just, yeah. And, so you and go to the bottom. result of that probably isn't great, by the way. Um, no. You know, you could end up shipwrecked <laughs> if, if the wind tosses yeah. you to and fro. Uh, and then, of course, the other response to, to to a storm is to batten down the hatches and tie down uh, the things that need to be tied down, and to to not not take your hand off the wheel, to to mm-hmm. to hold steady in the wheel, and to to again work together to keep. You might get blown off course. Your plans might change. That's actually not the point. The point is, is that you are staying where you need to stay so that you actually are keeping an eye on the reference point. You know how far you're going to be blown off course and you're watching that. And sometimes, again, when we use that sailing analogy uh, and anybody who sails, you know, sometimes you're not you're not resist you're you're not necessarily fighting against the storm you are just simply skirting the storm or you're 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 um working with the storm but you're staying in control to minimize how far off course you're going to be blown um because again you've got an eye to the fact that well we got to get back on course and you're still remembering your destination we, we still we got to get so, back on on track we got to get back on course because there is a in a sense a destination now if we flip that metaphor to a, a financial metaphor um this is not the time to to not look in your bank account this is not the time to kind of bury your head in, in and say i'm just not going to look well can you can you tell us the story so as a practical story you actually spoke with a uh, client of ours this week mm. and talk with them if give them a little bit we don't need their names obviously but like uh just to give an example of how they're keeping on course even though her her, uh, so her revenue in, income, her income has dramatic in fact dried up I- instantaneously um can't do her work his income is still consistent in a sense the way it is and so when that started when when it was like okay this is we we sat down and we went okay let's make a plan let's let's sit down and see and and let's see what things are available so you know she's taking advantage of some of the incentives that are are available to help offset her income and and we're looking at okay well if you're not going to work because what, she's self-employed, right? She's self-employed. Yeah. So what are the, the, the minimized expenses that are happening? And, and uh, essentially came down to, you know, kind of a couple hundred dollars difference and saying, okay, so, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to shift, uh, shift and, and how are we going to ride this out? And so our mm. discussion was, what are we going to do to ride that out? We now know how far off course you're going to be blown. Um, and we talked about the potential of deferring the mortgage. They said, no, we don't want to. In fact, we don't even want to reduce how much we're paying down on our debt. We want to keep the course. We want to stay steady to that. And so, okay. So she took a reduction in pay. They looked at their finances and said, how is this going to affect us? 
and uh, they're keeping their debt payment. They're paying their mortgage still. Mm-hmm. Basically, just and then they heading, had an emergency. And then they had an emergency. Yes, this week and, did, or and last week. Yeah, a little flood uh, in in the basement. Uh, yeah, in the basement, the hot water tank died, and it's like. Oh my goodness. Now, you know, God's grace, they caught it before there was a lot of damage anywhere else. So very little damage to the house, but had to replace a hot water heater. And, and again, what do we do with that? And, and looking at that and saying that that's another thing that could blow them off course. Mm-hmm. But, but again, some of the reduction in expenses, it's tax return time. Uh, so there's a little bit of extra money coming in that right. was unexpected. So some of these things now and, and, and going, okay. You know, that was a, a little kind of a little gust that had the potential to throw us off course. But I think we're going to make our way through it. And, and so so giving that example, it tells you that everybody's story is different in every circumstances. And so is yours personally. Yeah. So if you're sitting at the kitchen table, absolutely overwhelmed and you can't you kind of feel like you're curled up at the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm also very convicted today to tell you, reach out to somebody. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be more than enough, but that's what we do. Mm-hmm. If you call the office and you Debbie answers the phone, you can the least she will do is pray for you. <laughs> if you say, I just need someone to pray with, maybe that's what all you need. Maybe you just need to say, you know what? We're struggling. And we were struggling. Like last week, we heard Debbie Doyle talk about how busy they were before COVID and then how it dried up. Uh, since right and she gave the reasons why but you know um debbie doyle from doyle saluski she encouraged all of us to keep looking at our finances Mm -hmm. let's use this time to get a big picture Mm -hmm. of of where we're at and if you haven't told somebody that you're in trouble financially if you're one of the canadians that spends a buck 78 for every dollar you earn like on your on debt and interest and and you were drowning before covid then then reach out. Mm-hmm. You are it. We're not going to tell you. I told you so. But <laughs> we want to stand here with you. And the least we will do, the least, which is the most, is take you, walk with you to God's throne room, and say, "We need help. Mm-hmm. This family needs help." Da- David and I have needed help over and over again, and we call the people who kn- who we know will pray with us. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things we do because it's hard. Some days are just hard. Some days we don't have an answer. So call out and 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 I love I love that the again I, I'm you know I'm going back to my sailing picture and and for those of you that are visual you know catch the picture of when you're sailing and on one of these old sailing you know big masted ships I mean literally you tie yourself to the steering wheel you hold on and you just stand mm-hmm. you just stand yeah. right uh, I mean. That's when we look in scripture, how many times don't we read in the New Testament where, where the, the, the writers are telling us, just stand, just stand. And, and again, I'm going to tell done, you. In Ephesians stand, 6, when are you done again. all to stand again? You know, that's yes. Paul writing it. I yes. know that, that, that it's written in a, you know, a number of different places. And, and uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking of the Old Testament. How many times didn't the Lord tell the Israelite nation? Just stand back and watch what I'm going to do. And so if you're feeling like you're you're in the storm, uh, and I will encourage you, get up out of the bottom of the boat. Get some help to do that if you need to do that. And get yourself behind the wheel. All you have to do is stand to get there. But get yourself behind the wheel and hang on tight. Keep your focus on that, that committed to that. that, that. It, it, it That word commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is is one that we talk about with our coaching clients 
There is a commitment level that we need every day to our walk with God. I mean, Jesus was very clear that we can't be his disciples unless we're committed, unless we consider the cost of what it is to follow him. And our finances is a part of that discipleship journey with God. And that if you... If you're tired and weary and you think, oh, this is just another thing I have to do, call somebody and just start praying about it. Mm-hmm. How do you get committed to your finances? How do you face it when it's overwhelming? How do you do that when when you want to deal with your finances, but your spouse doesn't? Mm-hmm. Lord, these are You know what? These are hard questions. There are not easy answers, but when we stand together and seek the wisdom of God, He promises again in James, that book I love, James 1, you know, if you ask for wisdom, believe you'll receive it and I'll give it to you. And it's not, there's no condition on him giving this wisdom, except he says, believe that I'm going to give it to you or back to that analogy, you're going to be tossed to and fro by the wind. So you head up out of the bottom of the boat, you strap yourself to the financial wheel of your life and you say, God, you say you're going to give me wisdom. You know what? Maybe you've blown it. Maybe you know standing in that place that you haven't done it well in the past few years. And there is a place to repent. Mm-hmm. There's a place to talk to God about it where you say, okay, Lord, it, it is time. I'm tired. I don't even know how to do this. Just confess it all. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's want, this is the day of salvation. This is a time of grace yeah, for us yeah. still. If you're living and breathing on the earth, this is the time to grab a hold of him. He is the wheel. He is your compass. He's got you. Mm-hmm. And and we either believe what his word says or we don't. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling to believe it, ask him to help you. And, and I, you know, and, and part of that result, like part of that standing is, is that God shines out of us and, and through us. I mean, this is this is the 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 city put on a hill. This is the 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 light that that isn't under the the basket that Jesus talks about in Matthew. Because you know, we're not doing a whole lot. We're not producing the light. We are simply standing. We are simply mm-hmm. keeping our focus on. Okay, yeah, I'm going to love God. I'm going to love my neighbor. If that's the simplicity of it, uh, hey, I'm I'm going to sit down and and look at my finances, and and we're I don't have any answers for it, but at least I'm going to keep my hand on the wheel and keep trying to point myself in the same direction. Much like this this couple that we talk I talked to this week. So you know they're 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 not any different. They're just simply saying, hey. Well, look at that. We we know where now this money's going to go. We know where now. The, like we're just keeping our hand on the wheel. They're they're in the storm with the rest of us, uh, and and we are right. right. And they know what kind of boat they're in. Yeah. And and we have to know that as well. And so if you have any questions, please call our office. It's what we do. We're a mm-hmm. coaching financial company. We deal with cash flow. If you don't know how to create a spending plan, if you don't know how to organize your finances. Because some of us don't, there's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. Please call the office and we will direct you in the right direction. Or call your pastor, call your small group leader, call your neighbor who you, you, you seem to think may have their handle on finances that you trust. Call someone you trust and just reach out to help you tie yourself to that wheel in the storm and say, this is, this is how we head in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It, it's a first step. So Lord, I just thank you, uh, for your grace to us, that you call us to come to you, that you call us together in community to stand 
with one another. We're all in our boats tied to the wheel, uh, facing the storm, and it looks different for various reasons. Lord, some of us are weary. Some of us aren't so weary. So would you connect us to the people that uh, can encourage us in this journey? And most of all, we're grateful that we're connected to you. And as we turn to you in this season, we trust that you have wisdom for us uh, and how to navigate what's happening out there. And I just pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, thanks, Reb. It's just you and E. Um, if, if you want to join us on Facebook, 10 o'clock Friday mornings on Facebook, we're going to do Facebook Live Q&A. If you want to bring some of your questions that you might have had from today, bring them along to the Q&A and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.